Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oswe Cardona, joined by Laura Taylor. Hey! And Lynn Keller. Hey! All right, team. Let's say uh, goodbye to uh, this... Good riddance. <laughs> 2020. You've overstayed your welcome. <laughs> We don't want you here anymore. Please go away. Never go come back. Get. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, in what has um, I, I I guess it's a tradition now. It, it, officially, if we do it today, it's a tradition. It's um, uh, we're we're gonna have uh, Link go over um, their uh, uh media journal. Media journal. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I guess I have it here in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real hard to see for you guys, but it is. Uh, it's got the Dota symbol on it because it was a little notebook that came with uh, the bag of goodies that I got the year I went to international challenge <laughs> uh, Dota competition. Um, and I am officially more than halfway through it now. I passed the um, the middle seam hmm. at some point. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is this is the third year I've done it. I started in 2018, January 2018. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and so what is it, what is it that you've been doing? Exactly? So I have been tracking all of the TV shows I watch, the movies I watch, the video games I play, and the books and comics that I read. Um, I also include like board games and card games under my, my games general. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, this year I wanted to, at the beginning of the year, I had high hopes. Um, We were all so innocent back then. (laughs) And uh, I intended to take um, more notes. Originally, I was just writing the title of the thing and then the year it came out. Or for video games, I would put like what platform I played it on. Um, So this year I was like, oh, you know, I want to leave like a little bit more... Uh, context and so some of them I wrote little blurbs about them or I would just be like this was very eh um but I don't know probably in like June or July August somewhere in there I got uh less and less energy to do that part so it went back to just sort of listing things but um uh I uh I watched a lot of movies this year. Um, I really, I expected, <laughs> I ex- I expected that there was more media consumed this year. That was that was a built-in expectation I had. Um, when I went through and I made a Google Sheets and I I wrote up everything and I had done this last year also, so I was able to compare them to each other, and I watched. About the same number of shows, um, and I watched. Are you marking down every episode, or just like, so I'm? How do you I'm that down? last year. I did. I separated them by seasons, where I was like each season would be its own row. This year, I um, I marked down like how many seasons I watched, but I just left it in like its own thing. But mm-hmm. um, including how many seasons they are, there are, it, it was very close to the same amount as last year. Um, and, and then I thought I would have more video games, but um, 
that was about the same too. Uh, though I'm sure if I had tracked like hours played, I'd definitely mm-hmm. hit higher this year. Just, just, just in Hades. Hades alone. Just, just in Hades. Hades. <laughs> just an Animal Crossing. Either two of those individually probably would have put yeah. me over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched. Uh, what was it? I think it was like 170 ish movies in 2019. I was at like 315 or so this year. <laughs> so not quite double, but almost. Damn. Uh, yeah. Wow. 2020, yeah, the lot, year of media. A lot of movies. <laughs> wow. The year of media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was honestly, that was the thing is I really, I had expected it to be like so much more than the past two years. But really, movies were the thing that I really did way more than previous years. Um, I watched a ton of movies. I, yeah, once once the pandemic really started going, Remy and I were watching one movie a night, and then as it got later into the year, uh, we started doing a lot of double features. And then on election night, we, we did our Keanu Reeves triple feature. So um, that definitely boosted up my <laughs> my score. Huh. I don't think I've watched ten movies this year. Is that right? Is I that true? I don't you, think you that's only true. That you only watch like parts of movies at a time, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I finished ten movies um, this year. I may have started more than ten movies. That can't be true, though. That can't. That, that can't be true. I can't. That can't be true. <laughs> I can't. Um, hmm. I did not keep a journal, but yeah, I don't, I did not watch. It's, it's one of the things that has bothered me the most about this year that I, that a lot of the new things, I don't tend to go back and revisit films a lot. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I rarely do that. So had there been a lot of new stuff, I would have, I would have definitely watched more. And there were so many things that I, that I wanted to watch that I just, I just didn't. Like Tenet came out last week and I finally saw that, right? It was like, it was like such a good feeling to have this movie that I had been looking forward to to finally come out. And, um, and like Wonder Woman's coming out this, this, uh, Friday there, but there's so many things that just got pushed back or just didn't, didn't happen that, um, I, I, I wanted to watch. So I, I really didn't, yeah, I really didn't watch a lot. I don't think, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to think of what movies I mean I saw a few movies this year. I mm-hmm. went to the drive-in a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think yeah. the only well, was that maybe that was in December of last year. Though it was. I think The Lighthouse was the last movie I saw in theaters, and I think that was December. So I saw I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh that's a that's a 2020 movie. And then the last movie I saw in theaters was the My Hero Academia, the second movie. I was I was here. Um, I guess it was like two days before the pandemic. Like, well, before like here in Chicago, we like locked down, and I got sent home. And I think yeah, it was like a Tuesday night, and I I was like, oh, like let me go to this, let me go to the theater. It was the only time I went to the movies in Chicago, and that's so that's two. I saw the three Bill and Ted's because I wanted to see the new one. So I saw all three of those. You watched Mul- Onward. Watched Onward, watched Mulan, and then 
Oh, there was the the Charlize Theron um, one on Netflix. The, the one old, that like old there are mortals. The old guard. Yeah, old guard. Yeah, yeah. It's and and I, it stands out to me because it was one of the few times where I was like, okay, yeah, I'll sit down, I'll I'll watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, any movie that came out that was supposed to come out in theaters that finally came out. I was I I tried to watch it so so but not many came out so it was really it was just it was just Mulan and um, Bill and Ted three and uh, even New Mutants I've sat down to watch it twice I still haven't finished it so that one doesn't count oh so um, good I saw that one yeah I, I like what I I've seen that. so far I just I just don't tend to sit down for that long that's a that's my problem but yeah I don't I don't think I just named ten movies um, I could probably name a few more that I started. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I, I, yeah, I don't. I think that's it. For for me, this year has been just anime, basically, just a lot of anime. Because, and, and I'm and I'm curious to to hear um, the reasons for for different things that that you all watched. But and I've said this before, like, basic mo- mostly Western entertainment in general. At, at many times, it just feels boring in comparison to to anime, and so sometimes I just I need something uh, more stimulating. So I will I will go on these very long um, anime. Uh, oh, what is it like? I don't know. Like uh, binges, it's, it's, tears. It's not, a, it's not a binge, mm-hmm. like a phase, right? right? Like I, like I go through a through a through an anime phase, mm-hmm. and this year, like I, I'm even subscribed right now to a service called Anime Lab, which is in uh, Australia and New Zealand. So I subscribe to that, and then I'm using a VPN to be able to watch it, so that I could watch certain shows. I even I use my VPN to watch Funimation shows from the UK, because like I couldn't. Yeah, like (laughs) there were so many things that I wanted to watch. I was like, "Oh, I can't watch it here. I can watch it over there," Um, and dubs and things like that. Because if I if I watched uh, the sub, um, the reading would make me fall asleep, even even if it's an anime. Um, So so I was like paying and going through all that extra trouble sometimes just to get just to watch a dub. Um, But yeah, it's it's been a lot of uh, anime for me. If I had to, yeah, probably my if, if I had a journal, it would probably be full of anime lots of anime lots of anime yeah so much anime all the anime yeah watch all of it yeah but in general i did not watch as much as i usually do i've talked about this before too but when when uh when i lived through uh hurricane maria for three months i couldn't watch anything the only thing that i actually went through the trouble of trying to watch was discover uh, star trek discovery had premiered during that time and and so i was able to watch it it would like buffer for a minute and then like it would be like buffer for a minute and then show a minute and then buffer for a minute and show a minute and i watched the first few episodes like that oh and I, i'm watching discovery now that would be really that's would be really hard for me to do with those klingons <laughs> It would be, uh, yeah, it would be terrible to watch anything that way. But it was the only way I could do it, like, on my phone with, like, trying to, like, find a spot where mm-hmm. I could get some kind of wireless signal. It was, um, yeah, and it was the only thing that I went through that much trouble because I was so excited about a new Star Trek show. And, but during that time, what ended up happening was I just fell behind on everything that I was watching. And the way that I started consuming media completely changed. So if somebody tells me, like, oh, you got to watch the show. I'm like, how many episodes? I go, it's 50 episodes i'm like 
tell me which are the best ones. I'm just get, I'll just jump in. I don't care. I'll watch the first one. I'll read Wikipedia. I'll jump to the next one, like to the last one. Like I'll, I'll jump around. Before, like I would have never ever done that. So now I'm 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 very willing to just start a whole bunch of stuff. Like I don't feel I don't feel any pressure to finish a show if I start it. I'll, I'll try a million different things. Um, I will I will watch a recap on YouTube, no problem. Um, now I can Netflix at 1.5 speed. <laughs> no. That's how I watched Shit's Creek. Uh, that's how I watched Shit's Creek when, when we did that episode. Um, yeah, so, so my media consumption in general has changed, but but this year has been just the least because I've been busy, just busy, busier than, than I have been in a while. And yeah, it's been, it, I have felt, uh, there's like a void there. There's so much that, um, but, but also a lot of things just didn't come out. So it also doesn't feel like I missed out on much. It's just like, oh, like this thing that I usually like to do, I, it didn't, it didn't happen. Yeah. That's my 2020. And then we, of, and then we get so much like we're recording before Christmas. Wonder Woman. Uh, no, so next, <laughs> next year is going to be ridiculous, right? Because mm-hmm. just, just like, yeah. Like if you look at the Marvel stuff alone, right? Like it wasn't supposed to be that every two months you got a, you know, a brand new show every week. Right. Like, like almost every single week in, in, in 2021 in Marvel alone, we're going to have a new episode almost every week. We're going to be a different show. Overloaded. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, so 2021, when we do this next year, it'll be it'll probably be very different. I hope but, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The closest thing, I mean, I and I and I did create a few um journal entries this year, but I think um I'm not journal entries, GT library, library entries. Um and I think they were all anime. I'm almost I think certain. they were too. I yep. think they were too. I'm almost certain they were all anime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, all, that's all you consume. That's <laughs> all you got, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you're, you're 2020. Lara, how was it? My 2020 was like the year of catching up on stuff that I you're fell behind on. stuff. That's, <laughs> yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you're watching this cover. It's like, yeah, but season one. It's like, oh, are you, are you watching The Flash? It's like, yeah, well, like three years ago. Damn. I'm not watching The Flash. Like, you were watching we're not the CW watching... shows, right? You were like behind. You were really behind. We no, we weren't really behind. We were only watching. We're only watching Supergirl and Batwoman. Oh, right, right. No, no, no. It's the. It was the Marvel. Marvel. Sh- the Marvel. The Marvel shows. ones. So now we're finally, and we gave up on once the shows started coming back. We we're taking. We took a break on um, watching the old stuff, and then as you know. We catch it. We've already caught up on TV shows, so now there's a a new winter break. Like, I'm so mad. Grey's Anatomy left me with a big cliffhanger, and it's not coming back till March. <laughs> March. So I have months to catch up, and we are now up to. I think we need to do Luke Cage season two. Two. Yeah, season two. That's the next one. So we made it through a lot, a lot of the Marvel stuff. We were watching an episode a night. So, so you mentioned Grey's Anatomy, which reminded me, and it's it's almost hard to remember at this point, that a lot of shows didn't get to even finish their seasons. They cut the last few episodes, no. and um, 
It's been wonderful and interesting (laughs) and sometimes really hard watching these new TV these TV shows that were established and had a story arc shift into the world has COVID. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And one of the ways that they handled, which one was, I think it was, I watch a lot of medical procedurals and so I'm trying to remember which one did this. I think Grey's Anatomy has handled it better than some of the other ones. Um, they did flashbacks of what had happened the previous season, and then you jump to present, and it's like they were fighting then, and it's like what's happening now while COVID's going on. Like, hmm. um, so that's been interesting. Hmm. But yeah, we've been watching. I mean, I like I said, I went to the movies more often than more people, most people I know, because I went to the drive-in a few times. Um, Onward was the last movie I saw in theaters right before hmm. the shutdown. Um, and then we saw we went and saw Black Panther in um at the drive in like maybe a month less than a month before Chadwick Boseman died and it was really hmm. sad to think about that. Uh yeah. and then but kind of eerie as well. <laughs> um yeah. and then we saw New Mutants at the drive in. We went and saw a documentary for um the Frameline Film Festival for San Francisco Pride um at the drive-in um we were planning on going to see wonder woman but i think we're gonna go next month to go to the drive-in whenever it opens again so you'll uh, watch it on friday and then watch it and then go see there. it again yeah. yeah yeah uh to go give why don't you just money. wait why don't you just wait to watch it in theaters why don't you why don't you not because watch it, it won't because it won't happen <laughs> <laughs> Because it won't happen. And there will still be movies that I, so many movies coming out that I want to see in theaters. Um, I played a lot of video games, a lot of Animal Crossing, a lot Mm -hmm. of Hades. Uh, I beat several video games this year, uh, which is also uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I can't even remember what, uh, what else I've beaten, but I've been Assassin's Creed three i think yeah, i, I think that's year. true that sounds about right yeah uh so a lot of old media that i'd never played or watched i'm i'm i've been digging into this year um but yeah i had much more time on my hands at the beginning of the year i had planned um my friend brianna has um who's on our extra life team and you both know has historically done this app uh use this app called board game stats and like tracked board game play, who they've played, what the who, who they've won games against, how many times they played a game, how long it took them to play this game. And I went into the year like, yes, I'm going to track all that. And then my game night stopped after January. <laughs> um, this is, so yeah, it was super, all extra life, all extra life. <laughs> it's super impressive to me, um, Link, that you've been able to do this three years in a row because like, it's hard to Thank track. Thank you stuff mm-hmm. period yeah yeah. yeah 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 it is like then if you forget something it's like uh mm-hmm. yeah there was uh i mean it's not a perfect system there's definitely stuff that i i forgot or uh just excluded for whatever reason i don't know um there were yeah. a couple a couple of things that after like i finished going through my notebook i was like i definitely watched this thing this year it's just not in here i i know i watched it though so we were write it in uh, but yeah it's um having having my little notebook and keeping it 
next to where I am doing majority of my media consumption, um, which before was, you know, next to my my bed spot, which is where I slept and watched all of the things and played Switch and <laughs> it was my spot. <laughs> so having it there was very convenient. Mm-hmm. Now it is um, at my desk, which is only a couple of feet away from the couch and then whatever I'm doing on my computer. Um, having it be convenient definitely helped make it into a habit. But honestly, I think having this like end of the year Twitter thread and getting to talk about like all this stuff is sort of um, payoff and it is rewarding enough that it has kept me doing this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Guess I'll keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, yeah. That, that's why I'm just sitting here like thinking, uh, although it wouldn't be too hard to go back and see what I've done because thanks to digital platforms, it's like, Oh, I can just, I can just see my view history. Yeah. Um, I think this is the year that I've watched the most YouTube in my entire life. That was a big change this year. And I did play a lot of video games. So, so my, my favorite way to consume media is, um, with at friends. At the same time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the, yes. At the same time. <laughs> is, is with friends. So, uh, so, um, you know, someone tells me like, watch this movie so we can talk about it or we, or we're going to podcast about it. So in part, that's why I, I watched a lot of different anime this year um, because of our anime podcast. And then I did make a friend when I got here and we've, he, he like, his sleep schedule is so crazy. So like once his kid goes to bed, like then he usually goes to bed like at three or four in the morning and he's been a horrible influence and we've played mm-hmm. a lot of video games and he just loves co-op games like I do. So we've been able to, like we played through seven Halo games three um three gears games and then like we just played every anything we could think of that was a co-op game so we went through um we played resident evil 5 resident evil 6 we played streets of rage 4 like just anything we started a few that we didn't like and we stopped um but we and then we played through destiny i played i i replayed everything that i had played before in destiny so i replayed the entire um first three campaigns with him and then finally got to do the fourth and fifth ones that i'd never i'd never done so it was a yeah there's been a lot of video gaming at like 11 p.m to 1 p.m throughout mm-hmm. the year which is like such a it's such a weird like sometimes i i look back and i'm like damn i had so many things to do and i didn't do them because i was either watching movies or watching tv or like i should have like i, I feel kind of guilty about not doing the things that I, I I wanted to do and said the things I committed to do, let's put it that way. Right. And, and watch stuff. But like at 11 PM, I'm like close to falling asleep already. So those games, th- those hours playing were just like bonus hours. And then if I could sleep a little more in the morning, then it was, it's fine. So, so that felt pretty good. <laughs> I felt pretty good. Um, yeah. Those all felt like extra. And, and I had to, I didn't like having to replay a bunch of stuff that I had already played before because I, I generally Borderlands don't like to do that. Three a million times over, oh. we still haven't finished it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Borderlands Two is the one that I was like, I can't. We can't do this again. I can't do that game again because I've no played more? hundreds and hundreds of hours of just the same thing. <laughs> I'm just glad I finally beat it. Like that one. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands yeah. Two after six years of playing. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't think I was willing to do three either because we've played through the same levels over and over and over again. Although had I played it with this friend, we probably would have just um, 
finished, finished it in it. a week. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> in like two nights, um, maybe. Uh, yeah, those nights were, there were some nights where I was like, okay, hey, let's start this new game at 11 and then like at 4 a.m. We're like, oh, there's like one level left. Let's just, let's just do it. Sun coming out. Oh good. I hadn't played like that in like since early college. It was, uh, it was good. Good times. You're, you're not 20 anymore, huh? I am not. I am <laughs> not. It is, it was not. Oh, yeah. It was kind of rough. But, but that was, that was also different this year. Um, for me, I hadn't done that in a long, long time. But it was it was good. It was good. Got to play um, a lot of different games. But I didn't like finish any of the. I was so excited about Final Fantasy VII. Played it like I stayed up that night, played, and then it, it was like a month then before I went back play- to it. <laughs> right, you didn't even play it. Hardly. I know. I'm still not. Yeah, I'm still pretty early on. I played it this week again for like 20 minutes, and then went off and did something else. <sighs> I'm really looking forward to this time off that I have. Uh, I'm behind on a whole bunch of stuff, but also like I got a platinum trophy earlier today and I finished a, an anime show that I was, uh, that I was watching. So I already feel like I'm making up for, for a lot of time. It's a, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, Link, um, walk, walk us through your um whatever parts you want to walk us through of uh of uh your your journal and then maybe at the end we can or, or as you're as you're going through it if there's anything super meaningful um we can we can touch on maybe what were some of the most meaningful um shows and things for us throughout the year okay um yeah i here i'll show you guys this on the side of here i wrote I don't know exactly quarantine what day, begins mid-March, but yeah. <laughs> this is the page where quarantine had begun. Yeah. So everything after that <laughs> is post-quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I was definitely watching a lot more anime in the beginning of the year. Um, I had watched through um, Revolutionary Girl Utena, which I had never seen before, mm-hmm. with my friend Nate, which was really cool. Um, both because like it's a very fun anime, but also because it was very formative for Steven Universe, which I'd like known but had never seen, so I didn't like realize how hard oh, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, yeah. it definitely was exciting to watch that and just like yell with nate about like oh my god they took they they just took the whole line from here and used it in steven universe i thought that was a reference that wasn't a reference that was a direct call out like Mm -hmm. they just said Mm -hmm. that they are like oh man um i also watched uh keep your hands off aizuken which was a really really good um anime about animation um just Mm, chef's kiss beautiful uh i watched um finding neverland which i enjoyed because it was creepy link i think i think you should turn your camera off because um try try turning your camera off because you were you're getting like cutting in you're cutting in and out okay see if that helps yeah yes okay um yeah so uh early on in the year lots of anime um after aizuken did you watch any others I watched, uh, we watched a lot. Um, Laura, did you watch Brotherhood, by the way? We never finished it. Did you start it? 
We did. We want. We remember. I told you, Nina saw that episode with the oh, the dog, the and and the girl the whose name is yeah, Nina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot the dog. Yeah, I forgot. It was Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. And that was that. Sweet. We watched a few more episodes after that, but um, we kind of fell off. But I think we should now that we have no more shows to watch that yeah. are coming on. But except Saturday Night Live, which is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I watched some I watched some other anime. I also watched The Promised Neverland. I don't know why I called it Finding It's Promised Neverland. Um Demon Slayer uh Steinsgate, which is a uh, from 2011. Um mm-hmm. I had heard about before but never watched. That was pretty cool. It's a like a time travel anime. Um, yeah. I watched Beastars, which was new on Netflix. I watched the new season of Agretsuko and um I went back and I rewatched uh, a bunch of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because Nate had never seen that, so I got him started on that show. And then um, both One Punch Man and Hunter Hunter are like, like they're like chicken noodle soup. Whereas, like, if you're feeling kind of down and it's like cold out, like you throw <laughs> on an episode of Hunter Hunter, I'm soothed. I'm warm. I am filled with uh, jewish grandmother's love it's it's just yes very good um yeah lots of lots of anime earlier in the year sort of uh less so in this back half i've been watching more um cartoons and and then like lots of horror movies uh yeah i mean that's that's probably the big one is is i have i have a a shutter account and so i watched a lot of horror movies via shutter um a bunch of like more indie stuff from the past couple of years some older like classics i had never seen um and then i want to say in like Right, probably right near the beginning of quarantine. Um, how do I? Uh, okay, Remy. Remy is an avid listener of Chapo Trap House, uh, which is a, a political podcast um, satire. Also, there's comedy. It's funny, horrifying. Also, sometimes, but that's politics for you. Um, anyways, they did a special thing where they watched the um, original. No, they watched the um, Star Wars Phantom Menace, so the the prequels, and did a um, talk over thing like we did for Scott Pilgrim versus the World a while back. And it was very <laughs> funny. Yeah. And from that, I was like, they did the first. Um, they did Phantom Phantom Menace and then people responded to it. So they were like, okay, we're going to do the other two prequel prequel movies too. And so we watched those. And then I was like, we should just watch all of the Star Wars. So we did. And then we got onto this whole thing of like, let's watch all of these series movies. And we defined that by movies that have three or more in, in it. 
Well, and that's probably why I have so many more movies this year because there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did Star Wars. We did um, the Scream movies, which I was familiar with because they are incredibly famous, but I never actually sat down and watched them. They're so good. They're so good. There's, there's three, right? There's four. There are four. four. There are four screen movies, four. and I, and I think maybe the only like horror, maybe the only like movie series really that maintains the the main cast throughout all four movies, despite them. First one came out in ninety three, ninety five, ninety five. That 90, was like peak horror for me. Ninety three, ninety five. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. Scream. That was another that. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. I watched this year for the first time. I hadn't seen that before. It was good. What? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we went and we watched uh, all of the Final Destination movies, which I had seen all but, um, I guess the most recent one I hadn't seen. That's the be- that was that one was my favorite. It I was, think because of was, the twist. It was very <laughs> funny. Um, I really like those movies. I think. I mean, definitely coming from a background of studying deaths in media, I think the final destination is a thick stew. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I also watched um, all the Fast and Furious movies, all the Saw movies, all the Alien and Predator movies, and two Alien versus Predator movies, which, again, um, it's like I had seen... I had seen Alien before, but none of the other mm-hmm. ones um, in, until the mm-hmm. most recent ones with um, Prometheus and then Alien Covenant. I did see those in theater. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Predator movies, I don't think I had ever seen all of one of them. I had seen like half of the first one. And I finally watched. They're so fun. I love those movies now. I love Alien. Yeah. I love Alien. Even the so, even the sillier ones, I really enjoyed. Did you? Uh, I'm curious when you like for in the in the case of Alien, did you watch it in uh, chronological order of um of the story, or did you watch it in? Did you watch them all in order of release, or did it vary by by movie series? It sort of varied by movie series. We tended more towards just chronological release. For Alien and Predator specifically, we um, we combined them into each other so that we could do the the Predator, ver- Alien versus Predator movies in there too. So that one ended up being Alien, Aliens, Predator, Predator Two, Alien Three, Alien Resurrection, Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator Requiem, Predators, Prometheus. Alien Covenant, uh-huh. and then The Predator, which was the most recent one. And also, I wrote this in my notes. Um, there are more than one Predator. The name lies. <laughs> I thought that was very important <laughs> that they named it The Predator, and there were clearly more than one. <laughs> um, what about what about with Terminator? I was really excited when you were doing Terminator. Yes, because... I did. I Yeah, that was another one where I had never, like watched all of one it's like i'd seen pieces of you know like oh terminator 2 the like last 30 minutes on the made for tv movie version (laughs) or the edited version yeah um but yeah terminator was really fun i did watch that one 
Uh, it looks like we just watched watched that in order of release. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some movies, I mean, there aren't many, but there's like Terminator um, and Halloween where the latest movie kind of picks up before a whole bunch of the sequels, right? And kind mm-hmm. of like retcons or, or ignores mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the sequels. And yep. yeah, like how do you, it's fun to, it's, it's fun to, to go back and, and see all that stuff. And Terminator yeah. in particular is like. What, they can't make up their mind about what they want to do. I would say um, Terminator and Friday the 13th were the two mm. most fun series for trying to figure out like the timeline, yeah. the connective <laughs> tissue, like what counts as canon and what doesn't. Yeah. And what of that changes between movies and directors It's like, mm. very what enjoyable. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. No, I mean, Friday the 13th is maybe one of my favorite horror series now just just because of how like ridiculous and (laughs) and and it's like they they leaned into it and that's what i really like is like committing to the bit you know (laughs) yeah and so you watch the like freddy versus jason and all of that did you watch well no, no no but i mean there's the one where um they they like recast Freddy, right? Which is like a modern one. But then I don't remember if they made another one after that or if that was the last one. Okay, so the I watched the Friday the 13th earlier in the year. So I actually have some notes to go with these. Okay, so the, okay. the original Friday the 13th, it came out in 1980. And Jason isn't really <laughs> like, it's not Jason. I'm, right, they I'm say sorry to spoil this over like this 30 year old movie <laughs> but th- but they spoiled it in scream too. they did they like, spoiled that's... it right in scream oh no <laughs> but it's it's jason's mom in the first movie so <laughs> so jason doesn't actually show up in till the second movie which came out the next year friday the 13th part uh-huh. two 1981 Jason shows up is not wearing the iconic hockey mask yet. He is wearing a cloth bag over his face. The mask does not, the iconic Jason mask does not get introduced until the third movie. Friday the 13th, part three, 1982. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He finally gets the mask. Um, In in the fourth one, um, they... the it <sighs> they just the keep it one, up the final chapter the final chapter the fourth one uh, the final chapter uh, and then the fifth one mm-hmm. is called a new beginning and this is the mm-hmm. in the fourth one Jason is killed but then in in a new beginning what oh there's there's a new Jason in town but it turns out that's a fake Jason and you can tell because his hockey mask it has blue details on it instead of red details which are the classic um so that's a fake Jason <laughs> now in the sixth one which is called Friday the 13th colon Jason lives this is 1986 um Tommy who was the uh main character in the fifth book as uh no wait he was God, okay. He was in the fourth one as a kid. And then in the fifth one, he's an adult. And then in the sixth one, um, shit, is that right? Oh my God. Oh, geez. Anyways, uh, Tommy, Tommy resurrects 
the red Jason, real Jason. What the hell? And um, in order to like he can't be killed. So the the thing that they decide to do is that they chain him to a, a, a boulder and dump him in Crystal Lake. At this point, we're six movies in. It has completely undone all of its own internal lore. Jason's mom is is still included sometimes. Um, Jason has died and been resurrected several times. In the original movie, the reason that Jason's mom goes on this murder spree is because Jason is dead. Jason drowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then in a later ones, Jason never drowned. He just lived in the woods as an antisocial guy living in the woods until he saw somebody kill his mom in front of him. It's it completely logic is gone by the sixth movie. I am in love because at this point, the connective tissue of these movies is nothing to do with plot. It's only to do with how Jason kills people. So I've always <laughs> I've always wanted to and never um, and never got to see Jason X where it's like in the year 2455. 2455. Um, how was that? You want to know what my notes say? <laughs> say? It says Jason X, 2001. Yes, please. Woof. <laughs> what if... <laughs> woof, period. What if Jason in space, 2455? He loves yes. it. Yeah. Because yep. <laughs> he gets yep. to just do a murder yep. on a spaceship. Um, I Yeah, the, it was... <laughs> Yeah, okay. The the, se- the sixth one is the the Jason lives with the resurrection. Um F- Friday the 13th, The New Blood, 88, the year I was born. This is the 7th movie. It's uh Jason versus a psychic girl who is able to defeat him and send him back into the lake. Then after that is Friday the 13th, Jason takes Manhattan, and that's mm-hmm. right. He just there is an underwater pathway from <laughs> Crystal Lake to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets there via water. And then <laughs> it's just absolutely bonkers. And then um, the ninth one uh, is Jason Goes to Hell. And um, this, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this is when they introduce that Jason has more family than just his mom, who is slash is not a murderer and is slash is not dead, depending on when you ask. Uh, and um, in Jason Goes to Hell, Jason's magical powers come from um, like a like a, a nasty monster tongue. He's got like a big nasty black gooey monster tongue that and it 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 transfers be- between people. So like there is literally a scene where a cop is infected with Jason's power and tries to make out with a baby to give the baby the Jason powers so that Jason could be resurrected again. <laughs> yeah, but then remember the next one he goes to space. <laughs> 
<laughs> and yeah, also well, it's I mean, 400 you know, that, years that later. with the tongue was 1993. 1993. That was 93. That was 93. Weird time. Yeah. Why not have a cop try and make out with a baby? Like, why not? That, I, you know, I think that... <laughs> At that point, they were competing with thing with new scary movies coming out, like Scream, mm-hmm. I Know What You Did Last Summer, Urban Legend, Final Destination. That is that period. They're like, we got to do something crazy, crazier yeah. than we've done before. See, no, but Why I feel, not have I, a I, cop make out with a baby? No, I, feel, I feel like, like um, feel 93, like, like, that, like early 90s, were like jumping the shark. Or like um, it, There was a lot of then, sharks and a lot of jumping. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why like Scream felt like, like a like a. It was a reboot because it was making fun of. Well, it wasn't the, it wasn't scary movie, but no, it was no, like no, no, but it felt no, it felt like like it was like a respected horror movie, right? Like I remember, I remember when Scream came out, I was like, oh no, wait a minute, this is like a good movie because like it, it was they were all so like the whole genre had become I guess so campy. I think mm-hmm. you know, like if I remember correctly, it was like oh, like Scream is different, right? I was like oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go to theaters and watch. I was in high school when uh, when Scream came out. It feels new and different. Yeah, yeah. like Scream was ninety six. So like it makes sense that it was like, uh, you know, let's let's not have magic hell tongues trying to convert. <laughs> no, babies. it's just regular people. <laughs> just have that are regular crazy murders. And you know, it's just don't know how to handle people who shit. watch too many horror movies. Of, the, of these ones, they watched too many cops making out with babies and yeah. got inspired and decided they were going to kill people. Is, is Scream the one where, um, oh, what's the name of the actress that gets killed in the first scene? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, right? That's mm-hmm. that Scream? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. That also felt like a big deal, right? Because like she was like in the trailer. So you're like, oh, Drew Barrymore is in this movie. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. oh, she's not in the rest of the movie. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> that felt different. Yeah. yeah that, God, Spoilers Scream, for a, Scream what, like, is a 30-year-old really, movie. <laughs> yeah, no. Scream is a really, really good movie and absolutely still holds up. Um, the sequels yeah. are not, not as strong, um, though I did actually like the, um, the last one, uh, given... Mm-hmm the the overarching plot between all of the movies it was like how are they going to pull this off a fourth time and i thought they did they did it okay it was not you know not as amazing as the first one but it was still really solid um well the next one's coming in 2022 so i hope it's good yeah i, I hope, hope it's so good. too yeah 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 um let's see what yeah other? those those all of those um yeah as you were as you were going through all of those uh movie series it was it was exciting to to know that you were watching a lot of these movies for the first time. And I can just imagine, you know, revisiting them. I, I like revisiting some movies um, and some series because you just don't remember all the details. And if enough years go by mm-hmm. um, and then but also watching them all together, you see stuff that you didn't see before. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. I was kind yeah, of jealous mm-hmm. that you were doing that over and over again with I, a friend <laughs> throughout yeah. the year. It was it was really nice. Um, yeah. You know, some of it was completely new to me. Um, some of it was something I was returning to after you know maybe over a decade. Um, but getting to yeah. watch serious movies like that was really interesting, um, especially like on this scale where I did yeah. a whole bunch of different series, because then I could you know compare them to each other as well. It's really interesting to see the differences in projects that have um 
the same groups of people working on it, the same actors, the same directors, uh, you know, camera, uh, photographers, cinematographers, music people having, you know, the same group of people following a series and seeing how they grow it versus seeing a IP that gets transferred between different groups of people and seeing how, you know, in in some ways it's getting to see what people think the, like, main facets of a piece of media are like what what makes scream scream and then carrying that piece into scream 2 so that it is so recognizable as this is part of the same whole um yeah (laughs) and then you know with with series that change groups of people who are working on it then it becomes less of like more generalized what do people think and more like what does this individual group of you know people who are working on this film what are what do they think what what are they prioritizing over other things it's very interesting to follow that stuff um especially yeah. in in horror movies where a lot of the times they'll just you know reuse the same sort of basic story plot that you're going for and it's really in the like fine details where where movies get to like do something unique and fun and getting to see <laughs> getting to see that in series was really neat um why didn't you watch the james bond films um there's only 24 <laughs> of only those. only a couple of them the i mean the long answer the is, is, is that there's one, there's way too many of them the shorter answer is um remy wasn't interested in it uh, <laughs> gotcha. um i mean i guess neither neither was i so much I, we did end up we watched uh the born identity <laughs> The, but but every but everything trilogy. you just said, right? Like if you if you apply that to the James Bond films, yeah, I mean definitely like, that. Would how apply does that there. like it? It goes through like generations and changes, right? And then but there's still like elements of it that continue and and sometimes get reinvented. Mm-hmm. There's one particular movie that got made twice in the same year um, by different mm-hmm. studios. I don't know if you if you're familiar with that. No, I didn't know that. So, so what happened was, um, the, there was like a, a strange rights thing, uh, with the film. So they two two different studios adapted the same exact movie with different actors, and one is called Never Never Say Never Again, I believe, and then the other one was, I forgot which was the other version, but um, yeah, they basically had Roger Moore and Sean Connery do two adaptations of the same movie around the same oh, time because know. of a, of a weird rights thing. It is, um, that series is wild, uh, just because of, um, how like it's cultural importance, but also its ability to, to survive for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be a cool thing to explore. So, so what were like the most meaningful or, or was there anything that really stood out from, from, uh, from all of that this year? I mean, huh. <laughs> Apparently, Friday the Thirteenth meant a Fri- lot. To Friday you. the Thirteenth was <laughs> was really great. I did love that. We did go on um, a bit of a. We we decided to watch some like YA books adapted into movies series because they're they're. I mean, honestly, the the twenty fourteen to twenty 
2017, 2018, there was a lot of that. So I had seen Mm -hmm. The Hunger Games before when they came out, but I had not seen um, the Maze Runner series and the Mm -hmm. Divergent Mm -hmm. series. And there are three movies in each of those. So we watched those and then we watched The Hunger Mm -hmm. Games. And it was really interesting to watch these I mean, they're it, they're based on YA, and so a lot of the politics are very shallow, but a lot of the ideologies are like really heartwarming, and so um, it's very interesting watching that in 2020 as we're like going through this nightmare politics stuff, and there's a pandemic happening, and you know, watching a, a movie about like oh. Um, yeah, uh, humans kind of fucked up the planet, so they built, like, a special little, like, walled city to build a perfect little utopia inside of to protect the people, and this is definitely a good idea, for sure, 100% of the time. Yeah. And it never, it never is. No. Uh, that was fun. It was fun to sort of watch, uh, after watching so much horror, it was kind of fun to go into more like action adventure stuff. Um, yeah. Which was fun because then that led into us watching all of the Spider-Man movies, <laughs> all of the Batman movies, and all of the X-Men movies, and also the Blade movies, because I was like, I would like to watch Blade, please. So we did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it turns out... Um, of of these these series, I had already seen majority of them, and after rewatching all of them, I realized the ones. That <laughs> it turns out, like I, when I was younger, if you would ask me like who my favorite superhero is, I would have said Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It turns out mm-hmm. I don't actually like any of the Spider Man <laughs> movies except for Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, the first, the 2002 one with Tobey Maguire is enjoyable. And it, after rewatching it again, after like more than a decade, it is very, like, it has some really solid, good references that are still funny now, that are still getting memed, like, very good. But the second and third one, n- not very fun for me. And then the Andrew Garfield ones felt very boring. And, um, the new ones have s- some cute stuff in them, but I don't, uh, I guess probably my problem is I'm not super big on the um, of Avengers aspect and having Spider-Man be a lot about Iron Man mm-hmm. was not my favorite, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably like the perfect superhero movie in my esteem. And I love it, and it pairs very nicely with Venom as a double feature if you're looking for something fun. <laughs> um, so, also, so this year... What? No, oh, I was, no, was going to say, my, my favorite um, Batman movie, I really thought... Because I, I, I hadn't seen Batman Begins. I hadn't seen some of the, um, the older ones. Uh, but when I was a kid, I had uh, Batman and Robin on VHS tape. That's the one with um, 
Arnold as Mr. Freeze and Uma mm-hmm. Thurman as Poison Ivy. And it has uh, um, George Clooney as Batman. He has the nipples on, on the bat suits. And they do the, um, mm-hmm. they do the, uh, I have the, the bat card and it's like a black credit card. It is so silly. And people g- genu- generally think that it's bad. <laughs> and I can't disagree with them. But it is my favorite Batman movie by far. I had so much fun watching it. It makes me laugh endlessly. Ugh. Arnold Schwarzenegger says chill while on ice skates (sighs) in a nice suit. You know what killed the dinosaurs? That's the one Batman movie I haven't seen. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. I love (gasps) Batman Forever. And I was like, I want my Val Kilmer. And I didn't end up watching it. And then it just has fallen to the wayside. I haven't watched it. It's the only Batman movie I haven't seen. You got to watch Batman and Robin, the one with Batgirl. Yeah, Alicia. How else would you know the Batgirl's in it if if you don't, (laughs) from the title? (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't. It's um yeah. I she mean, needs her own movie. Oh wait, that was supposed to happen. It all, I have also, very fond it, memories of all those. It like it wasn't the Alicia Silverstone version that I was going to get her. It own was. Movie. Um, oh no, it'll no, happen it eventually. Maybe eventually. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen Batman Forever before, and that was the one with Val mm-hmm. Kilmer, and that's the one where Robin and gets introduced. Yeah, Jim Carrey mm-hmm. was yeah. J- the Riddler was pretty solid. I did. I didn't. I mean. Yeah. Watching Jim Carrey smush yeah. his face around is always pretty enjoyable for me. But um, it yeah. it was extr- it, it tickled me so much that Robin was in both of those movies. Chris- Christopher Columbus was mm-hmm. in both of those movies as Robin, but they had two different Batman. And it's like the opening scene in Batman and Robin, and it's like we're having our old fight about like Robin wants to do more crime fighting, and Batman says, "No, no, you have to be safe." And it's like you just had this argument like 10, 10 minutes ago in my experience because I watched them together. I'm like, you were just having this conversation and with you somebody were two different people. Different. <laughs> this is very, very funny to me. Alfred uh, stays the same in all of them, right? Alfred. Um, the actor that pays Alfred, I think he's the same in all four. Um, I don't. Why'd you call him Christopher Columbus? I'm just curious. Oh, it's, it's Chris O'Donnell because I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I thought it was a joke. Columbus I thought you were trying to make a, a, a joke or a reference. No, I was like, huh. no, my brain, I guess I just jumped over to Harry Potter for some reason, which surprisingly was not one of the series that I watched this year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I still... I watched that this that's year. A, that's because, a longer yeah. conversation to talk about Harry Potter. Um, uh, let's see. We're, we're almost... I'm almost through this, this okay. list. Um I talked about Terminator already, um, and then then uh, election night we watched three. The Purge uh, movies. No, we we did <laughs> watch the Purge movies. That was earlier in the year, though. Um, no, that would have been too too much. Uh, no, we watched um, Keanu Reeves movies. So I watched we watched Johnny Mnemonic, Speed, and Point Break. And I hadn't seen any of those movies, and we watched okay. them all on election night. That was pretty fun. Uh, and then we shifted from Keanu Reeves into Nick Cage. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. was a blast. Yeah. Um, I had never seen Face Off before, and now ah. that might be one of my favorite movies. 
Yeah. I love old movies. Yeah, like, yeah, that it one and uh, Broken Air- Broken Arrow was that one of the Face no. Off is like on another level though. Like that. Yes. That it is. just yeah. Yes, it's that hot. was yeah. just wild. Um, I also I hadn't seen Adaptation before. That was another really good one. Oh yeah, Adaptation is amazing. Um, a different kind of amazing. Yeah. A different a different flavor for yeah. sure. Um, oh, I watched. Okay, so there's. Uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, where Nick Cage plays a uh, a bad lieutenant, and then uh, does does shitty things with his position of power, and it is uh, very intense and dramatic. And then there's another one called Bringing Out the Dead, where Nick Cage plays an EMS worker. He he drives the um, ambulance or is working in the back of the ambulance, and they tell sort of overlapping stories in very different ways. Um, if you're looking for a double feature, that's a good double feature. And and that is like Nick Cage acting his fucking ass off, top to bottom, left to right, like, oof, wild. Um, yeah, uh, that, yeah. Oh, um, after we, we watched the three main Born Identity movies, which were honestly kind of, kind of boring um and then remy convinced me he's like we should watch mission impossible and i'm like i don't know i'm not really into like i've seen the first one i'm not really into tom cruise movies it's whatever but he was like look these are these are better than the born identity and we just watched those so like we should just watch them i'm like okay fine they were really fun i really enjoyed them those those uh they are fun movies the i feel like the uh, Mission Impossible movies uh, escalate the way that the Fast and the Furious movies do. It's like we can't make another one unless we can like really, really outdo what we did in the last one. Like, okay. Yes, yeah, I yes, see that. I do, mm-hmm. I do like that. That they, yeah, it, yes, it is well done, and I enjoy, I enjoyed it, and and that was probably one of the. I feel like usually in a lot of these series, it's like the first one or the first two will be really strong entries and then they sort of crash and burn um, in quality. I do think that the the most recent Mission Impossible, Fallout, came out in 2018, was really fun and really enjoyable and like maybe not quite as good as the first one, but only because... Like, you can't redo that one scene that is the Mission Impossible scene. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You guys yeah, you yeah. know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, obviously. obviously. And the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I did I did really enjoy. I thought Fallout was pretty fun, too. Um, so, so, so did you watch anything new? I'm curious. Um, was there anything new on your... I mean, I know it was new to you, but I mean, like, new... You mean that um, came out 2020? Yeah. Are you, it's specifically movies. Well, I mean, I mean anything. I'm just curious because because it, it's I, I I feel like everything you've mentioned is is uh you, yeah when, especially once you went into the series right like yeah there's no there's, there's no, a lot of there's older no eight series. movies that came out uh, this year <laughs> there's no series of movies that came out this this year no um, though some of them that come up to pretty recent you know in the past two or three years. I really liked watching all of the Resident Evil movies. That was fun. Those are very silly. Yeah. Let's uh, hope there's yeah, six watched, Monster Hunters. Wa- 
No. <laughs> I watched some. I watched some new new movies this year. Um, some stuff that like came out on Netflix uh, or um, on Shutter. There's a couple of movies that they posted there. Uh, one of them is called Host. I think I've talked about that before on here. It was a scary movie about doing a seance through Zoom. And the whole movie is is filmed as though you are looking at someone's screen as they are on Zoom. And it's only an hour-long movie, short and sweet, which I love. Um, legitimately, it, it spooked me out. I liked that. Uh, yeah, I, could, I couldn't bring myself to watch that movie. Um, and yet, the probably the most impactful stuff that I watched this year did stuff like that. Like the the um, the episode that was uh, what uh, the Parks and Rec episode, right? Was completely done like like if it was through Zoom, and that one like it oddly like I got emotional um, watching that one, and mm-hmm. the uh, what's the show on Apple TV? The Game Designers, um, Mythic Quest, Mythic Quest. I haven't even watched it, but you talk about it all the time. So, <laughs> Mythic Quest that that show was I, th- I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and then and then they also did like a, a a bonus episode that was occurring during COVID, and they did the whole thing in distance. And that episode made me cry so much because it was the first time because like like the Parks and Rec one was it was early on in the pandemic, and it was very fun. It was like, hey, let's have fun with Zoom. And then the Mythic Quest one was really like they addressed everything by midsummer. It, it was like the parents who were really dealing with like like I'm trying to get my work done, but my kids are running around in the background and I have to go help them with their homework. And the isolation and how depressing it was to like not be able to see people that you you used to see. Mm-hmm. And there were moments in that episode that hit me so, so hard because it was it was the things that like we're thinking, and but it was like, oh, like other people in the world are going to be able to relate to this mm-hmm. hard, and and that yeah, those two, those two, yeah, and 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 they did the whole thing like if it was like if it was on Zoom, and then once once this is us started, where they, mm-hmm. which I thought was incredible, they they basically continued like five seconds after the last episode of the last season. But when they came in, they just start talking into like, you mean, you mean the pandemic, like that virus that's been on the news, you know, like, <laughs> like we didn't talk about it before, but it's like, it was, it was happening while we were talking. We just didn't really talk about it. Well, and they even incorporated the flash forward scenes, right? Like when no, they went to their, was, their birthday. It was seamless, and, right? It was seamless yeah. the way that they did it. But it was, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, suddenly every, all of these things how do we, how do we just, how are we affected by the pandemic? Right. And, mm-hmm. and they made a decision, which I think is um, impressive that they were like, no one knew the United States would, would fuck it up so badly, you wow. know, that, that like in December we would have, you know, that it would be so bad. Yeah. That was like, people were talking about, this is how, ba- you know, this is when it could be worse. This is how long it could last. But the show didn't have to, do that right because because they could have waited a season to when do they, that or yeah yeah or i mean when they were making the series they could have they could have just made a decision no let's continue because there isn't a year on the show right like they didn't have mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. accurate and instead they they chose to go all in and make it a part of the story make it a part of their lives 
and and as a show that's like jumping back and forth in time it's like i don't know it was it was quite the decision to just film the whole thing as if as if it's this is a consequential event when it was just starting Right, that's very right. impressive. Less, less of a big decision on these medical procedurals right. like Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and Chicago Med. It's like, oh, we but, don't have to make up an Ebola outbreak. We can, we can just use COVID. We right? can use this. <laughs> and in yeah. some ways, when you look at the the one Chicago series, right, mm-hmm. the medical show gets it a little better. But you see in the cop show and the fire department show, like they mention that there's COVID, but like they aren't wearing their masks all the time and some other things. So I think they're trying to make it a big deal now. And then if things start to shift later on, they can slowly taper it back into a real, like into the, what the world is going through and make it a blip or something. Yeah. But Grey's Anatomy, they are fucking leaning into it. Yeah. I cry every episode. <laughs> um, I think I remembered yeah. on an, we talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago. It was I don't months know. ago. Yeah, but we're talking about, I mentioned the Chicago shows and how they did a thing about naming people who Mm -hmm. had died. The most, not the most recent episode of Grey's Anatomy, but the the last week's, at the end of, at the end of the episode, they list out, they keep talking about how most people who die of COVID are African American. Mm -hmm. And they listed out the names of thousands Mm -hmm. Of African Americans who have died from COVID, and I was just bawling. Mm. Um, it's been yeah. it's been refreshing to see like these characters are still living their lives like the rest of us, but they are dealing with it in like they are dealing with some real shit, and and like I can't. It's only a taste of what actual doctors are are dealing with. So the only cop show that I watch is Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I've been curious. Um, how police procedurals and any shows having to do with police were going to be affected by the events of this year too, right? Like, namely George Floyd and everything that happened after. So, uh, have like, is the Chicago PD one any different? So they ended the last season with a um, with a cliffhanger about the the one black cop on the show. <laughs> um, uh-huh. He was being targeted by other cops because he decided to stand up to them for being racist and and he snitched on them right so they've continued that and it's escalated and gotten worse and um he's like no black men are being killed by cops i'm not doing this anymore i'm and he's managed to gain some leverage on the other cops and he's he's winning this argument but it's like they keep bringing it up and the whole premise of that show is the main, the leader of this unit is a dirty cop who does things his own way. And there are people coming in telling him this is not the way the police can run anymore. So I think they're shifting the show. I don't yeah. know how long it will happen or how, what, what, like, but he's even like, we have to be different. We're Chicago PD and everyone is looking at us. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I think the world is changing TV. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking back, I mean, there's definitely watching older stuff through the lens of 2020 has been interesting. Yeah. Um in multiple ways and mm-hmm. th- probably the one that has been the most meaningful to me 
is so one one of the shows that we have on the network is called um Conspiracy of Light. Basically Woody Harris mm-hmm. who who hosts um uh Rolling for Change, he told me, look, the sh- like the for- the formative show of my life is this old science fiction show called Babylon 5. And it like it changed my life in multiple ways. It's really meaningful to me. So I was like, all right, let's do something fun. Let's just let's just go through the show. I've never seen it. So similar to to like what you're saying, Link, right? Like going through through um, all of these movies with 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 um, with Remy, right? Like it's like it's a hell of an experience, right? To be able to reflect with someone and yeah. experience them. And so I'm going through this show, and it got to the point now in season three. Like we record almost every week, and right before we record this. And the most recent part of the show has been so like we already there was there was a also this show is from 95. Right. So it's like a 25 year old show. And we had a pandemic episode. Right. Which was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like that's that's that was something. But then the politics of it has been the most interesting. So like right now. It's it's just it's it's been such a coincidence that at the you know, as we're watching it one episode a week, it actually runs parallel to events that have been happening now. So, mm-hmm. so like the, the president of earth, like was like talking about martial law and it's like, now there's martial law. There's uh like all of this, um, there's this group, basically it's like all the stuff we're seeing in politics now is playing out on this show. And that's like, that's the theme of basically the whole show is like very political, but this season Right. But like, oh, uh, I just saw an episode today where where they were saying why people are saying, I don't understand why all of these people are are believing the president. And someone else (laughs) says, oh, because over the last couple of years, he's put people into strategic places. He's been he's been planning (laughs) this. Right. So so now he has this huge lie that he's that he's told everybody and he has people in place in different in different places to be able to 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 allow that to happen. So basically there's there's like right now there's a civil war playing out in on the show among humans and like we're not there yet, right? But it's like the sh- the show is is so uh the themes that are being touched on are the things that we're talking about on the news here. You know, and it's it's been it's been incredible, and we have this ongoing joke in the show where because Woody takes so long to to um, edit them, I'm I'm a hypocrite, uh, but uh, right, I make fun of him for for how long he takes them to to publish. So I keep saying things like, you know, for all of you listening to the show, you know, in 2025 when it's finally published, I just want you to know we're and then I'll say the date in 2020, and like comparing the news or the latest news to what's happening in the show has been incredible because. We're living through things that, yeah, historically have happened in other countries and in other places, right? I mean, none of that is new. But just mm-hmm. to be watching a show made in the United States, right, in the 90s. Straczynsk- Straczynski is a time lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. JMS was like, yeah, it was, it, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. And it's been really interesting to, to view the lens of, or even just like imagine like, oh, what would people 25 years ago think about what's happening now? But also, and and a theme that just comes up over and over again is, oh, like, we knew that this could happen. Like, we know how these things happen, right? Again, mm-hmm. we've seen that happen before. We see that happen in other countries. But there's something about it being like an American piece of media 
where it's telegraphed exactly because there's a playbook that you follow, right? And we're just living through it. We're just seeing Trump and the Republicans do it, right? Like step by step by step. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm watching this 25 year old show that's showing you how to do it step by step by step. Like, like they could have just followed what <laughs> that show is doing and, and, and been successful because it's all been laid out. And again, lots of, lots of stories about this, but to, to be watching that right now, simultaneously, week by week and reflecting current events has been, has been really helpful in kind of processing what's happening now. I felt uh, that way a couple of times during um, watching the Resident Evil movies. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 damn. Yeah. Who's the Umbrella Corporation? Hi. In 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 real life, I don't know. Uh, well, actually, I mean, I mean, I don't know if this is this is if you thought of this, but like this week, happens. there was like uh, people from the Purdue Pharma were were testifying, right? Uh huh. About how about the opioid crisis, and they're like, we didn't know, we had no idea that it would be this way. It's Oops. like, uh huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoopsies. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Umbrella Corporation to me. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know when I released the zombie gas into the lab that there were people in the lab who would then turn into zombies exactly yeah. like the thing was supposed to do. I didn't yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. That's not what the T virus was for. We we tested it, kind of, sort of. We tested it on one girl yeah. and then we turned that girl into a computer AI. Uh everything's going according <laughs> to plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 2020 2020 goodbye yeah goodbye. um I, yeah i don't know i guess it's hard to pick like specific things that were really meaningful to me because a lot of my my needs changed over the year fre- frequently <laughs> it, you know there, mm-hmm. there were days where it's like i needed media to be an escape from the real world i needed it to be not analogous to my current experience um yeah. and then there were times that it's like yes i needed you know something that felt as nightmarish as the world i was living in so it's like that's the, that is often why i go to horror um yeah. I would say I really liked um, watching The Boys mm. um, this year. And I haven't watched season two. It's Did you watch both this year? Yes. Or just the, I watched the both season? of them this year, and I watched both seasons of Doom Patrol this mm. year. Yeah. That show's so good. Doom Patrol. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was the other? There's another superhero show I watched. What was it? Oh God. Um. But the but the boys, I really love the boys because um, they're such assholes. You know. Mm-hmm. The 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 people in power, the people that we put you know in place to protect us, they're just so. Like that that episode from the first that the first episode that scene where like the, um, I forgot the. The really fast character. Uh, A-Train. A-Train. Mm-hmm. I was like, is it A-Train? Yeah, A-Train. When they run through that person, like Oof. that, I, I had to pause after that was done. Um, that was like in the first that, few minutes of the yeah. show. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That's that like was the like opening the inciting scene. I had to stop. Events. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's, that was so messed up. And then it just gets worse from there. Right? Like mm-hmm. that's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, no. These people are just... 
they they're so powerful they don't care right like it's it's very yeah those people the, are real they don't have superpowers yeah, the, in, in our world but they're real they fucking suck too i haven't i haven't read the comics that they're based on which mm-hmm. i hear are are very like edgelord stuff which um i'm appreciative that i feel like the show doesn't lean as hard into that aspect it feels like it is legitimately like let us sit and actually discuss power dynamics yep Yep. And then add an extra wrinkle to that by like, what are power dynamics when you have super powered people? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that change the already like inherently imbalanced power structures that we have in our society? And um, yeah, Homelander is legitimately the scariest character yeah. I have seen on TV, maybe ever. Like, yeah. I still uh, myself yeah. shivers on my back. Um, yeah. Umbrella Academy was the other one I was thinking of. Oh, I watched yeah. I watched that second mm-hmm. season this year. Um, so yeah. yeah, despite me like pretty regularly being like, yeah, superhero stories, they're like okay, not my favorite, but like yeah, I consumed so much superhero stuff this year, <laughs> so much, and I think I think I think that does say something in in a year in 2020 where I have felt so. Uh, helpless and unable to do things to do you know even you know let alone super powerful acts to save humans save humanity save the planet anything like that is just being able to like choose to go and do something is like you can't you gotta stay inside It's, it's it's quarantine baby and i think being able to watch a lot of shows that sort of focus on that that idea of having power and instead the focus is on like what decisions are you making um was needed for me this year yeah spending so much time feeling like it i don't get to make a decision where i have to decide if i'm making you know the right choice is like i don't have a choice and so it's like a lot to deal with um getting to process that through tv shows with a bunch of characters who are cute funny hilarious horrifying um yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean like something like the 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 boys and other shows right like they they really you talked about power dynamics but just a disparity right like Mm -hmm. there's something about the boys being this group of humans going up against these gods, char- god characters. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's not easy, but they're able to get shit done, right? They're able to take mm-hmm. down a couple of them in very satisfying ways. And mm-hmm. and that's like, that's, I mean, that's what I love about shonen anime, right? It's like, there's always this underdog character. There's always, and the, you're always seeing them get stronger, right? And you're seeing, and a lot of those shows always have elements of, Oh yeah, no, like we need to, even, even the boys, I mean, the boys, <laughs> it's a good example. It's like, oh, this one guy can't do it alone, right? Like he needs a team of people. He needs like, we can't, we can't, um, to be able to stand up, um, against this kind of power disparity that exists, um, like there's strength in numbers and you need to like, there's something about that and and sometimes it's unfortunately you have to work really 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 hard at it um harder than the villains have to but it's but seeing those stories are always um 
yeah, I love I love to see that play out in 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 anime in particular, right? The types of anime that uh that I watch, um, that I mo- that I mostly enjoy. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been good for me to watch. Uh, I, I needed anime this year, and I'm mm. gonna. I had a friend yesterday tell me like, for Christmas I'm just watch the boys. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch <laughs> the boys. I don't know, I don't know why, but I'll take your recommendation. That's probably a show that I'll I'll finally I'll, I'll watch the second season now during um during the break. Yeah, tell me what you think. I will. I will. I will. All right. Any, While any... you play Final Fantasy VII remake, and you <laughs> yeah, play that. I'm so I'm I I kind of I'm thinking that maybe it'll get a PS5 update. So. I'm kind of like, Maybe? yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to, yeah, I don't see a a 40 hour campaign uh, in my, in my future, especially then in the next couple of weeks, I got a lot of stuff to do, but I can make time like as I eat or when I like go to bed um, and, and slowly make it through the boys. I can <laughs> yeah. do that. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, good luck. <laughs> Good luck with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any any recommendations or any any highlights, any last words for um uh for the road? For the road. Um yeah. oh oh geez. Uh um Okay. Wise words from Link. <laughs> oh God. Um uh okay, uh, what haven't I talked about yet? Um 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 there there was a uh Korean horror movie that came out fa- fairly recently, I think the last two ish years. It's called The Witch Colon Part One, The Subversion. It is a very long, weird name. The movie is extremely good. I watched um, that movie. My dad yeah. recommended it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So good. Real good. Um, and there's no part two. There's there's that's, no part two. That's even better. No, but it's like you watch and you're like, oh, it's the part one. And then you're like, I want to know part two. Where's part two? two? You don't get two. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no part two. Yeah. And then. um. No, one, th- one thing. Like, one we got to go. We got to wrap up. One thing. Okay. Um, Is that your one thing? Oh God! I get. I guess. I guess that'll be my one thing. Okay. No, wait. I changed my mind. Watch. Watch Jurassic Park. Watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> I just. I just watched Jurassic. One? Yeah. The, I mean, the first one's the best one. Like, mm-hmm. so good. Uh, but I did watch. I watched um, the three, and then the two Jurassic Worlds. Yeah. The past. Yeah, yeah. This past week has been Jurassic Park week. Okay. Um. But yeah. No. That first one. Golden. It's it's even though um, it's even good. It's good. even though the second one has my favorite dinosaurs in it, um, the but chicken the dinosaurs. The best. Oh, the chicken dinosaurs! I, the first I movie to, is the best. I went to um to to uh, Hawaii where they filmed parts of the movie, mm-hmm. and there was a, a, a it's like there's this park where for a moment I just stopped. And I was in Jurassic Park. Like I could, like it was, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a part where they had filmed something from there. And I, like I didn't know, but like when I was there, I, I knew. You felt it. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's one of those movies, right? Where you know, like any any nerdy kid who's like you know 
like my my the only imaginary friend I ever had was like a brontosaurus, right? It's like oh. like that movie was like oh. <laughs> it was one of the greatest mm-hmm. experiences of my life to see that movie um, and to see real dinosaurs. Um, yeah, I did, I did after watching the the five films. Uh, I did realize that um, even though the T Rex is um, occasionally villainous. Mm-hmm. The T-Rex has never been the antagonist. Mm -hmm. The T-Rex always supports the protagonist goals. So technically, the T-Rex is the lead support character in the Jurassic Park movies. Big support. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Supports the the protagonist goals every time. Mm -hmm. that That was an exciting thing for me to realize. Not that it didn't try to kill the protagonists. Right. But it never achieved it, and then eventually... I um, mean, even sometimes, it's like not necessarily trying to kill the protagonist so much as like, I like to do chompy mouth motions sort of near your friends. I feel like <laughs> that T-Rex really <laughs> tried to eat those kids in that first one, like that, that you know. Like, but then they saved them, you know, yeah, from exactly. the Velociraptors, exactly. who exactly. became best friends. yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because you tried and failed to kill them and then ended yeah, up that's, helping that's them. what I mean it's like it's never it's sometimes villainous but never antagonistic because they're not stopping the goals it. yeah yeah <laughs> just love dinos okay yeah <sighs> and you, you anything anything Lara any it hasn't come out uh, come out yet but everyone should watch Wonder Woman 84 <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's good the Mandalorian's I'm... in it Hey, I mean, it's it's Patty Jenkins still. We're good. Yeah, we're yeah. In good I expect hands. it to be good. Yeah. If anything, it will look beautiful, and I am excited for that. Pedro Pascal has had a hell of a year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I, I can't wait for some more Gal Gadot. Yeah. Also, the first first 4K um, HBO Max. So that's a. It will look good. It will look very good. <laughs> It'll <laughs> look very good on my 4K TV. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to watch. I have Wonder Woman, the first one, mm-hmm. on Ultra HD 4K uh, Blu-ray. So I'm going to put that on, on my PS5 mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow yeah. in preparation. To it. There you go. There you go. You've never watched like the 4K Blu-ray. I she's in the room Blu-ray. with you. Because I, I never had a right, 4K right. Yeah, player. Until now. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't um I don't I don't think I have any final um things or recommendations or anything. It's been a hell of a year. It's um I'm just I'm just glad it's over. Mm-hmm. Goodbye 2020. Goodbye 2020. See you never. I mean, the the new season of Hilda is really good on Netflix if you're looking for something nice and sweet. Sweet yeah. little cartoon. <sighs> Highly recommend that. That's a that's a, a nice soft Beautiful palette, color palette, sweet animation. Um, it's, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, the, it's I nice. mean, the last few weeks have felt really good, like better than lots of other years. In fact, yeah. In terms of media, yeah, like like I get to watch what every right now. Well, like two weeks ago, it was like oh, um, on Tuesdays there's uh, his Dark Materials, on Wednesdays there's The Expanse, on Thursdays there's Star Trek Discovery, on Fridays there's The Mandalorian. Expanse, that's right. a lot. That's like that's like a hell of that. a run <laughs> every week. Mm-hmm. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. So, you... lots to catch up on. 
All right. So yeah, so this is this is it for for um all of us together uh this week, um this year, I guess. And yeah. then we'll we'll um we'll probably take a couple weeks off and and then come back in January with season seven. And then I don't I don't know how much will change, but um but I, I think some things will be a, a little bit different. And yeah, this is this has been fun. We we haven't had a chance to like really talk about just like in general a whole bunch of stuff that we've that we've um consumed and watched and if there's any i mean and Lara, you didn't talk about this but like i know a lot of the shows you watch you watch with your wife right like it's a it's a it's Mm -hmm. a part of the experience for you and link you talked about you know watching with your friend and and i don't know i think it's awesome that you got to have like all those all those great experiences with your friend and then you know you moved away recently so like those are those are awesome memories and and a you know a way to have spent a pandemic in a in a fun a fun way yeah yeah and yeah and I've done you know I've been able to connect with not only members of the community but with with all of you and and new friends and it's been amazing to um to be able to do it through through games and through some of these shows that are just again they happen in the moment and we're all, you know, going to the discord to talk about it and, and going online. And it's been, <laughs> it's been a great way to, to feel connected in a year where it's been, it's been harder a to lot of disconnect, a lot of distance. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So for more geek therapy, visit geektherapy.com. Check out our social spaces, um, community spaces, discord's always great the facebook group is amazing facebook is blowing up (laughs) yeah 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 lots of cool stuff coming um at the beginning of next year and yeah remember to geek out and do good and i'll have one more episode next week where i'll give a an update on the trademark stuff and then and then we'll take a break yeah i already said geek out and do good right well again remember to geek out and do good we'll be back 2021. 2021 Yeah. Uh, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>